Yeah, one of the interesting things about the mechanics on old PlayStation 2 games, it didn't really matter where you shot them, they would die. So I'd, I'd shoot someone in the shoulder or the knee, and they'd start the death sequence, and I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't care where <laughs> I shot them, but as long as they died. Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of everyone's favorite podcast, the Critical OK Podcast. I'm your co-host, Nick. And I'm Dave. Hello, Dave. Hello, Nick. Are you well? Yes, I'm well. Uh, I'd just a regular well, not an, ext- <laughs> an extremely well. <laughs> I'm just picturing now like wells which you get water out, like a, a normal <laughs> well, and then like a really golden well. It's, this is how you're measuring your wellness too. You're just normal well. well. Normal well. At the end, have you ever watched Peppa Pig? <laughs> Can't say I'm. I'm a devout follower of the pig. No, um, <laughs> I know why you have, <laughs> by all accounts. Um, but yeah, is there a well in Peppa Pig? Yeah, there is a well in Peppa Pig. Um, Peppa's grandmother, a uh, 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 grandma pig, orders mm. some lawn ornaments, just a load of gnomes and a fake well. Wow. And Peppa's That's... grandfather called, get this, Grandpa Pig. Makes sense. Loses his shit. <laughs> I just love, in my mind, I'm now just seeing a Peppa Pig episode where it beeps out his his voice. <laughs> like, what the right. beep? You, you want the... Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. Because she spent all that money. No, no. Or... Because oh, no, he's, okay. he's very... How do I say this? He's extremely anal about his garden. Oh, okay. All the other parents out there listening to this know they know what I'm talking about. Grandpa Pig loves his garden. Um so when Grandma Pig ordered all these gnomes and the and this just fake plastic well, he gets annoyed because a well, as you said, is something that you can uh, fetch water out of, you know, to quench your thirst or whatever. What Grandma Pig ordered is a plastic nothing that you can kick around. God, the issues on Peppa Pig! I never knew they were so, 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 so current and so like, whoa. Yes, what, what it's a, a Grandma real. Pig they, is, they talk is about so real dumb. issues. Yeah, no doubt, no <laughs> doubt. So anyway, the episode ended with Grandpa Pig giving all these gnomes and this well to Daddy Pig and Mummy Pig, who are you with me? Are Peppa's parents? No. Yes, 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 yes. It's quite a twist. No, that's that's craziness. <laughs> so, so Grandpa, sorry, we, we were going off subject, but Grandpa Pig then moves all the, the the crap he doesn't like from his garden to his son's garden, and that's it's the, the It's actually their daughter. <laughs> oh, okay, their daughter. It's, sorry, these are Mummy Pig's parents. Okay, um, I okay. think Pepper got a coin and made a wish in as, the yes, fake as, plastic wishing well, as one does. Yeah, and then Grandpa Pig gave all these things to Daddy Pig. And then Peppa shouted, my wish came true. Hey. Everyone fell over and laughed on the ground. And it's such a happy ending. Except yeah, for Grandma a... Pig, who lost all of her. <laughs> that's true. Grandma Pig's just in the kitchen somewhere crying over uh, over <laughs> everything. No one listening and everybody stealing her stuff. Wow. Well, I hope, it, everyone's, I hope everyone's captivated by these, <laughs> by Peppa Pig's what? adventure. <laughs> I, I I never knew Peppa Pig was going so hard on, on on current issues. I just thought it was how are you and like I never knew. I I I'm tempted oh, now yeah. to start watching. Don't be. It's the worst. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> but let's let's jump into this week's game, shall we? Let's do it. Dave, how about you tell us what do we do? Well, this week's game was. I thought we said it last time. It was quite a surprise to us because this game, this week's game, was GoldenEye Rogue Agent for the, the PlayStation Two. That's right, and the GameCube and the DS. Weird. Yeah, the DS that confused me too. But either way, um, and we all, I never knew, and I don't think yourself did that. GoldenEye came out with a a, a sequel from the the famous no. Nintendo sixty four game, as we all I know. Thought and... That was the only game. Yeah. And I don't know about you, I wish that was the only game to some degree. Um, what? 
Oh, I'll go into it later. Oh, no. Are we going to get into this? (laughs) This this game was developed by EA, which I don't really need to list off other EA games. they got like a bazillion of them. Um, If you're listening to this podcast, you know who EA is. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, uh, was it Challenge Everything or something, the slogan? I always have the slogan. Was it Challenge Everything, EA? It is. That's them. EA. And then a girl whispers. Yeah, that's right. And then a CRT turns off. Yeah, I that's remember this, that. That's their second best intro. You know the best one. I always like the sports one. That's EA it. That's sports. it. EA Sports. <laughs> if it's in the game, EA it's sports. in the game. It's in the <laughs> game. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was so stupid. But anyway, the, the interesting thing about this game, I was looking it up. This, the executive producer of this game was a guy called Patrick Gilmore, which just okay. reminded me of the Gilmore Girl straight away, which I don't know mm-hmm. if his name's Patrick. And he was actually the, the gentleman. Yeah, right? Is, it, is that his name? I don't know. I, don't think I instantly so. thought the dad, too. Um, anyway. It, it, it's going to be something... I don't, it's something gonna, It's something fancy and posh, like yeah, yeah, Warburton. Yeah. Um, he actually made or helped produce the Aladdin game for the... Whoa! For the, for, really? For the Genesis? Yeah, with the, for, with in, was it Interplay or Virgin Interactive? I forget which one it was. I have yeah, no he, idea. He helped make that game, which was actually a really good game, if anybody out there hasn't played it. That game's hard, but it was a wow. great game back in the day. Yes. And he was also one of the lead uh, developers and producers of the uh, Medal of Honor series. He's been, uh, since Aladdin and then later on, he'd done nearly all the Medal of Honors, apart, he did Airborne himself, and he's wow. been on board okay. with most of the Medal of Honor games. So this guy's produced... A load of influential franchises. Yeah, no doubt. Parts of them. Yeah, he really does. He really has. That's cool. Wow. And this game, strangely enough, was a financial success. Even though we'd never heard of it. I can believe it. This was a financial success. They did well. Of course. Slap on GoldenEye. Yeah, exactly. Or 007 or James Bond. And yeah, it's a hit. That's it. And back in the day, you only needed to sell like a million physical copies. And that was uh, deemed a hit. It's different now. Yeah, it's, it's crazy different now. Her. People are questioning if Final Fantasy 16 was a financial success. Yeah, I'm it's, sure that's it's not a bad point with the marketing. Can you imagine having stuff. that conversation mm. um, like 30 years ago? No, no, or exactly. 25 no, years yeah, ago. Exactly right. No, yeah, no, exactly. No, if it's a Final to, Fantasy game, <laughs> it's a success. Today is insane. Was it? Um, you know, Peacock. It's like a, the streaming service. I think. In yes, America. they've got the Twisted Metal series, right? That's right. That's right. They 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 reported a thirty-two billion dollar loss last year. Whoa! <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> what are you talking? Billion? They're 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 running at a massive loss. I think it was my numbers. I know it was in the billions. I know it was massively hemorrhaging oh, money. No. Um. And that's that. Those are loss figures now. It's weird to think that PlayStation Two just selling one million units, financial success. Success. But now well you, done. High fives all around. Yeah. Buying they, like, you've got something like Peacock. They lose the billions, and they're still going. Like they don't just close don't the doors know. instantly. But anyway, it's it's, it's strange but true. Um, oh jeez. Should we, should we jump straight into narrative? Yes, let's do it for Goldeneye Rogue Agent. This game is. Good. I said it. I said okay. it. <laughs> okay. Now I have to. I have to preface this on: Do you know James Bond lore? Are you a James Bond fan, for lack of a better term? I I'm a James Bond enjoyer. Okay. I don't yeah, know fine. the lore too much, mm. but each time somebody came up, I googled their name. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, as you would. I know yeah. some James. I've. I've. Okay. How about this? I've watched. Let's say seven or eight James Bond flicks. That's not bad. That's not really that yeah. bad. I don't yeah, know how right, many right, there right. are in total. For you, that's good. And it's not even the new ones. I've watched Moon. Oh, oh no! Go What's on, finish moon... it. Finish. Moon. <laughs> no. <laughs> Go on, Moon. What? Moonlighter. No, that's the game. Moonlander. That's the game. Oh, close, but no. Ooh, Moonlifter. No. <laughs> what is it? What is Moon. <laughs> Moonraker. 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 Did I say uh, Moonraker? Moon... Yeah, yeah, you got it spot on. First time. Well done. Um, yeah, Moonraker. I did it. You've watched, I've watched you've Moonraker, watched Moonraker with, with yeah. R- yeah, with Roger Moore. Although yeah. I think that was f- fifteen years ago. 
Oh, it was a long time ago. It's also not. Even... It's probably one of the worst James Bonds. Worst. Moonraker. Yeah. yeah go on, I'll ch- t- I'm checking out opinion here, but it is. Isn't Moonraker the one where Jaws gets stuck on a magnet with his mouth? I have no mouth? idea. I don't I think, know. I, I can't remember is. much from that film. Okay, uh, granted. Was... I'm impressed you it's... watched it. It is really quite old. Uh, that is... I, I know, Roger Moore. What's that, 70s? Back yeah, the, 70s uh, the original Bond. bunch was 70s. I don't know if it went into the 80s too, so I don't know exactly which, but they're definitely 70s originally. And then I've watched a lot of the new ones. I like the one uh, with Javier Bardem. I can't remember what, which one that was. That's not a Skyfall. Oh, okay, yes, that's a Skyfall is a Daniel Craig, right? Correct. Uh, it's still my. Uh, I like Skyfall. No, it's fair enough. It's 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 but your age group. How many Bond flicks have you watched? Yeah, see, that's that's where it's it, it gets a bit different. My father has all the Ian Fleming books, the, the original yes. James Bond writer. Yeah, yeah. So I've watched. I'd say. All of them except for the newer ones. Like the last, say the last three. Wow. Oh, no. Yeah, we've watched all, all from Doctor Doctor No, Goldfinger, um, Moonraker. Uh, my favorite was Live and Let Die. It's a great one, those. Um, so yeah, in my past, I've I've probably watched all of them. I haven't watched them recently, but I have watched a great deal of them. That's incredible. That is incredible. Yeah, they, they're great. They're great. They're still kind of good movies. A little bit uh, chauvinistic and a tad... Yes. A lot. Um, uh, womanizing. Very, much, very chauvinistic. <laughs> yeah, but still, um, there's still lots to be bad. <laughs> but, I, but that is part of the unfortunate... That's one of the unfortunate core por- val- values or points of uh, the James Bond series. Yeah, that's true. Strange S- enough. Slight, yeah, right. Slightly mm. objectifying women. Yes, yes. It's 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 no it's no coincidence that one of the ladies in this is called Pussy Galore. It, <laughs> you know it is it is it, it's a valid. That is it's a valid point. I know it's it's not great, but that is just that is a hilarious name. <laughs> it is so it is. funny. It's the one name except for Miss Moneypenny that everybody remembers. If you ask, can you name a, a Bond girl? What the, the the one that always comes to mind. Is it's is Miss Galore? Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I feel bad saying that saying her name. Yeah, um, Miss Galore. We can go um, with that. But that okay. But that's there's one actually the there's actually a load of characters in this game. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. That's one thing this game does quite cool. It does bring all the bad guys kind of into one place. At least the famous bad guys. Yes, because... the one you know. Uh, yeah, exactly. Doctor yeah. No, yeah. for example. Doctor like No, even... Goldfinger. Uh, odd job. Everybody loves odd job. You know. Odd I job, was right? just about to say, did you see his hat at the end of the first level? <laughs> yeah, I did. That was funny. <laughs> so cool. That was it, a it, cool bit. It was, and that, they have those same bits in the movies. I might add. So it was, it and it was as cheesy as that in the movies as it was in the game. So they they, they pulled that yeah. off perfectly. That's because, what, uh, that, that. I think that's what I'm getting at. Is yeah, these aren't supposed to be hyper realistic the no, cheese no, 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 no. the no, campiness exactly. mm. that is that is that is a big part i think of these of these stories it needs yeah, to yeah. be there what what it's story i, I won't i won't go to spoilers to this much this story which is one of the biggest problems with it being a james bond movie <laughs> is that you don't play james bond or game sorry correct you don't play james bond at all in fact nope I think you know when you started up the game, you're in the. I know exactly what you're gonna say, and I think you're right. uh, Is that supposed to be Pierce Brosnan? That is supposed to be Pierce Brosnan. I think they slightly changed his face. Yeah, his face is weird. Voice actor, and his (laughs) his voice actor was kind of off. I was like, is is that Pierce Brosnan? I don't like. Okay, but yeah, I think yeah, that's the only time you get to see Bond, and it isn't for long. Fundamentally. Because on your mission, things go wrong. <laughs> say it, say it. <laughs> he dies, right? <laughs> how? Which, how? How does he, he die? Gets, I don't know. He gets blown up in Fort Knox. <laughs> which is... <laughs> oh, no. Did we, I miss that part? We're in a helicopter. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and then we crash into Fort Knox. And then, oh, oh, look at that. You and James Bond survive. No scars, nothing. You yeah, just no, walk we, it off. 
Yeah, we did well there. But uh, James Bond, Pierce Brosnan, is hanging from the uh, uh, the wrecked helicopter. You saw this, right? I saw. I didn't know that was James Bond. I saw the guy was there. That was James was, Bond that was hanging. Was that James Bond that was hanging? That was James I Bond. Just James was... Bond was hanging. And then as you take a step closer, you know, your first two yeah. steps of the game, yeah. you get another cutscene of the helicopter crashing into the ground on top of James Bond. <laughs> I did not know that was James Bond. I thought that was just generic cutscene A of one of the pilots <laughs> no. dying or something. <laughs> It's such. It is such an unceremonious. That's why you yeah. get a cutscene. It's such uh, yeah, an unceremonious sense. death for James Bond. And even okay, at the end, yeah. MI6 says, "Oh, you caused the death of 007." By the way, amazing, amazing Dame Judi Dench impression. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very say, much. It's like Who was I room. was very surprised is actually voicing MI6. I was wow. instantly, when I was playing it, I instantly Googled because I'm like, wait a minute, that's the Dench. By your, <laughs> that's, that was, uh, that's MI6. That was actually, yeah, that was, that was M. Jeez, that's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, okay. One thing, okay, I don't get narratively. James Bond, we now uh, ascertain that died by falling from a, or have a helicopter falling on top of him. Correct. How the... Hell, do you survive the bomb? I PS2. That's how. Like, like, like uh, ladies and gents, I won't go into too much. But you're you're too late, and you get to the final scene, and then you get this cinematic explosion as Fort Knox gets disintegrated by the bomb. Yeah, this is a case where <laughs> everyone should yeah, be dead. Yeah, and for some reason, le- your next scene. Is you being kind of woken up and M is disappointed in you, and I'm thinking, damn, yeah, she's I pulled off a miracle you. and she's annoyed at me. But yeah, yeah. So, so by all accounts, you are a disgraced MI16 agent who 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 who's too blood uh, thirsty and 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 too out for revenge because Doctor No took his eye. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's literally the, your your bedrock. Doctor No it is took your eye. And now everything doesn't matter anymore. You know, you're not seeing colours anymore. Food doesn't taste good. No. You're, 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 no. you're MI6, who cares? Because I want my eye back or I want to stop. T- I don't know. That's the, that's the premise of your, 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 your story. It is? You just want your eye back? That's it. It's, it's the whole... This is what bugged me so much. Because you want your eye back. MI6 chucks you out. And guess who you get a message from? The one and only Goldfinger wants to hire you for his organization. Ooh, did you... Do you know what Goldfinger's first name is? I do, but I've forgotten it. The only reason I remember his first name is because it's Auric. Oh, yes, that's right, yeah. And Auric is an adjective for golden. Ah, I... Probably knew yeah. that, but I didn't spot it this time. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I like that. That's just that's Ian Fleming. That's not EA being. being oh yeah, clever. yeah. That's yeah, Ian no, no, Fleming yeah. being clever. Yeah, that is Ian Fleming being clever. That's cool. No, I like that. Same. But anyway, you're hired by Goldfinger. You're hired by you're... Goldfinger to take down Doctor No, and he happens to be the same person I think took your eye. So everything lines up. And here, here's the big narrative twist. The reason... I don't know this. I don't know this. Please tell me. Oh, no, you probably do. You must oh? have read this. The reason this game is called Goldfinger... Uh, sorry, Goldeneye... Gold... Yeah. ...isn't anything to do with the movie, because in the movie, Goldeneye was a satellite in space that they could blow up things with. Oh, I do know this. Goldeneye. Yes. In this, because you've lost Dr. No, took your eye, Goldfinger gives you a biotic eye, or a, a, a cybernetic eye, depending on where you look and it's got a. It literally describes it with a gold hue, so they literally give you a golden a, eye. A golden and eye. Th- that's the closest a uh, reference or connection to the golden eye movie in the slightest. It's got nothing to do with it. They literally. That's it. You have an eye. That's why they. Call, uh, that's why they use the. You know the the promotional material. Golden eye. You know. Yeah, that's it. Like that movie I'm, you like, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, golden eye. Look. Yeah, look, the look, game. Look. This, Give this, us this money. is obviously something to do with the old game and the movie, right? Like, it look, has look, Goldeneye. It's got to be. No, you literally get given or or, or 
I guess, um, receive a golden eye. And that is so crap. I hated it. I hated that you couldn't just take it down another satellite. It's literally a golden eye. So it's like they wanted to use the name because yes. of its marketing potential. Yeah, exactly it. That's and all then they, they did. formed the story yeah. and gameplay around that. That's that, exactly. And that I, is I, such I, an executive decision. Yeah, like it's that, the right. worst. It is so bad. I, I will it. say, though, that Go in on. the end, I liked how it came together. As in the use I of the I like that eye. you used your golden eye to... Uh, for some bionic capabilities. You could see people through walls. You could... I yeah, don't know. Your, uh, your golden uh, eye ma- somewhat became magical in the end. The things yes. your eye could do was <laughs> was insane. But yeah. You I, could, with your eye, make a shield Yeah, you. I Yeah, that was weird. I was like, what? I understand seeing through walls and like all the other things. That makes a bit sense, yeah. But it could project but- a freaking shield in front of you. <laughs> oh i don't know this yeah narratively it's fun being this thing is i would say it's fun being james bond but you're not you're james you're Bond's. not james bond you're correct but <laughs> you i mean listen if this was anything after the ps2 if this was a ps3 game i'd dig into this and i would yeah this, yeah, would, I, this I would be horrible this would be, yeah i agree this would be junk but this is a ps2 game and that instantly turns it into uh, a bit some comforting junk food. It's yeah, bad, I, no, but I, it's, I it's good bad. Well, yeah, that's, that's I agree. That, that's exactly what this one is because there's not even much there in regards to narrative, in my opinion. Even even how they progress the story, like you said, it's more um, an arcade game, if you know what I mean, story wise. Correct. It's oh wow! That, it really is that even level the progression, game just like arcades, which is fine. Like you said, in the PlayStation Two era, there were loads of games like that. Um, yes, I, I never hugely played them because I was busy playing, you know, Final Fantasy Ten and stuff, which had all the, the stories and stuff. But yeah, I agree that there's there's something um, nice about a simplistic arcade PlayStation yes. Two game that just seems to uh, hit the nostalgia sweet spot, and this game does have that. I think it's. I, I I think it's with the game, the first person shooter Black. Yeah, Black? I thought that. Yeah, I was. It, that's the first. The, when I think first person shooters, that's what I think for PlayStation Two. When I think of them, Black. right? And that came mm. at the tail end of the PS Two. Yeah, that's true. Wh- when Black came out, it was good and a mm. big success. Mm. I think that game changed up first person shooters to make everyone realize, oh, it can be more than just constantly mowing down thousands of people yeah that game and was out curiosity i can't remember were the medal of honor games released on playstation 2 or were they strictly pc in the day i can't remember oh oh, i can't remember either because i remember those were also they pushed uh the storytelling uh you know you wouldn't have uh call of duty if medal of honor wasn't uh out there first doing story-based army games in my opinion no true i think medal of honor did it better first and then call of duty took yeah, yeah 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 i right. think what i'm trying to say is and we can chat on this again in gameplay is black evolved the game yeah, no, really. first person mm, shooters mm, no it's very instead true instead of mm. just the story okay anything else narratively yes Go i on. like the odd job cameo <laughs> i really like at the end of the first level just before yeah. the explosion you can see a hat slice of right. guy and another right. guy is thrown against an electric fence. Mm. But you don't see Odd Job. That's the same as the movie. It was a there was a great scene in one of the movies, I forget which one one, where you just saw Odd Job throw his hat and yeah. it went to a, a, a rock statue. Yes. And then it panned back to him and then panned back to the rock statue, and then the rock statue's head just fell off because his hat Come was on. so sharp. Come and it was, on. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? It's a great scene. Because, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know Obdrop, he's actually kind of like a, a chubby Asian man who wears a bowler hat. A bowler hat. So he's kind of like English gentry combined with like Asian sumo wrestler type scenario to him. So he's, he's that's already super cool. And he has it a is. very really sharp is. hat. He just throws it at people and it decapitates them. He's very that's cool. That's a character. That's yeah, a character. Yeah, it, it, it really, it, he is, he's always been one of my favorites, even as a child. I used to love Obdrop. Also and he's name. just Goldfinger's chauffeur. That's all. <laughs> yes, that's right. His henchman is so chauffeur. That's right. It's oh, yeah. it's hilarious. 
I like that. I think it's an excellent example of show, don't tell. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You did. You just see the hatch, right? So you got the you mysticism the hat- of why and yeah. who and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And if you know, as you said it before, uh, 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 James Bond law, you know exactly. Ooh, ooh, odd job, odd job. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. I agree. I, I, I pretty much did that. During <laughs> during that scene, <laughs> oh no, our job. it's fun. It, 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 it's, it's just fun. It is. There's nothing wrong with that. And it is. It's always good when it's a like an IP you grew up with, like James Bond, to see all these characters as in a game that you're playing. Still to this day, is a lot of fun. Be it if it's um you're playing Baldur's Gate now and your Dungeons and Dragons lore, seeing Oddjob and Scaramanga and and M and all those people in games and that Miss you play. Galore. Yeah, and Miss Galore. Uh, yeah, uh, it's a lot of fun just seeing seeing them on the screen, the game you play. I, you know, it's always a good time. That's all I really could ask for in mm. an old PS2 mm. Mm. James Bond game. I don't want it to be hyper-realistic. If I want to no. play a hyper-realistic game, I'd try the old Splinter Cell games, not the new, mm. oh man, what was it, Double Agent? schlock <laughs> yeah I, I knew you were gonna bring that one up uh yeah no i agree i agree well there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, 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 uh this this game and double agent they share a lot of qualities um which i think a lot of people can confuse between each other but i don't think they're supposed to be the same game i think this is supposed to be campy cheesy not take to be taken too seriously, where the entire yes. point of the Splinter Cell games was oh, su- hyper-realism. Yeah, and super-seriousness. You know, that, that exactly. Is, yeah, people dying and, and you're saving the world from chemical warfare and stuff. No, that, those games... No, James Bond is campy. Even the movies. I don't know about yeah. the newer ones, but especially anything older than like 2000 incredibly campy moments in it. And that's, and and you're that's right. a good thing. No, you're exactly right. No, it's, it's, it's supposed to be there. Um... But yeah, that's I, it for narrative on my end. Okay, visuals. See, this is this is one of those things like so we, every time we play a PlayStation 2 game, we, we got to take into granted that you're not going to get uh, shadow effects and lighting this and all the other. Yes. I, I actually didn't hate it visually. Same. Right? It, it's... There's a lot... Like, and I'll say again, it was, it was again very arcadey. Even the, the, the UI... As in, like you had the sh- like your shield on the Lord, the armor on your left, and your health on the right. So it was all very simplistic. So you could just concentrate yes. on shooting things and yeah. And it's and the same. It's the same layout as your D pad. It's yes, yeah. yeah exactly. I think the UI is fine. Yeah, I, I. It lets you focus on what you're there to do, and like most like arcade types, the, the, the focus of this game is shooting and taking down bad guys and occasional and doing like, a lot of it. Yeah, and even environmental aspects like switching on trains and stuff oh, to take down. You know, so there fun. was it is. There's a lot there visually to do, and I was looking at the uh, the CG, so to speak. It's a bit weird to call it CG for PlayStation Two era, but it is. And they kind of look like the people. Like I said, it, uh, when we were listening to Dame Judy Dench do her bit, I looked yes. at her character like, is that? I was like, okay, it could be. Odd job looked like yeah. odd job. I give you that. And even Scaramanga kind of looked like Scaramanga. So it, they weren't too bad. It, it's weird watching it now because you you forget how good or bad PlayStation Two graphics capabilities were. So, yes. So I don't know if that's a good job or a bad job or an odd job. Sorry, just. Hey. It <laughs> it's hard because they do kind of look like them, but not. So I don't know no, if they I should totally be praised or not. <laughs> I really, I really I, don't. I do think that is just PS2. That is just PS2. I, I'm struggling to remember what the best graphic was was that we got on the PS2. And I'm think wasn't it Final Fantasy 12? Uh, yeah, 12 did come out on the PS2. Yeah, but that's the thing about me because Final Fantasy games are well known for pushing the graphics uh, yes. to another levels. Like, oh. uh, in Final Fantasy X, there's Kimari. He's a big blue uh, horned beast man. And he actually had fur. It wasn't great fur, but he had fur. So I keep thinking to myself, if they could, if they could make fur on Kimari, are other games 
uh, are, are not good enough or, or not trying hard enough. But then you've got to remember that Final Fantasy and Square Soft or Square Enix at that time, I don't remember the one, they were kind of like pushing the bar all the time. So what's, yes, what the normal the time, bar is... Yes, all the time. They still is, do. Yeah, what the normal bar is, you have to kind of associate with other games. But I yeah, get I, it. I think you're, you're right. right, though. I don't think... EA was particularly interested in pushing the ball graphically no, as much no. as Square Enix. But, yeah, I, I mean, it doesn't look bad. It doesn't look no. like a, a PS1 game. I was genuinely, because we've been playing so much uh, PlayStation 4, 5, PC games, I was genuinely shocked because when we go into PlayStation 2 games, I keep thinking, oh, God, okay, can I recognize? This wasn't bad. No, you, you could see no. you could, the bad guys had faces and, and yes. uh, they kind of looked right. And then, you know, this wasn't too bad. I didn't. I enjoyed it. Same. Visually, my f- visually it my was fun. F- my favorite part playing mm. through this game was not just the faces or the enemies or the guns, mm. or whatever, but the locales you visited, right? The levels. Mm. Mm. The level design is okay, but they looked great they looked fine for a P- for a ps2 game i enjoyed mm. what they looked like you could instantly see um where you uh, uh, uh you could recognize where you are right if you're on mm. if you're building hopping on the hong kong skyline mm. right or if you're going through underground tunnels yeah yeah or if you're in a vegas casino the levels look like that they do and they look i I'd be happy uh, looking at these levels um, where, when I was a, a young boy playing this on my PS2. I'd be happy. I'd be thinking, oh, wow, I'm on top of a building in Hong Kong. Can yeah, it get no, any no, better no. than this? No, I, I agree. It's, it's, it's one thing you, you kind of just brushed on there. Another thing when I was playing the games, these leveled, the levels designs felt very multiplayer. It felt very uh, like Quake Arena. You know, like, there was something about Ooh, them. Did you not feel that's a good... that... No, I didn't, just... but that's a very good point. Especially if the Fort Knox, the fact that it almost felt like I was going around in, like, a square or a circle. You had the train section, then you had the little rooms with the doors, and then you found another door which yes. opened to a big... Yes. I, fe- I felt the, the multiplayer vibes there, that you would oh, be you're a team right. of four, you're right. and they'd yes. be a team, and you'd, you'd hide in the little, uh, little uh, uh, down down bits in the office and yes hide. yes i could feel that when i was playing this i was these level designs felt like they were made for multiplayer games like i didn't even notice but games. you're 100 percent right yeah it's, it can it can get with all the different doors yeah it can right get very maze like yes so that so that you had to communicate with one another and hide there yeah i could feel it when i was playing this we're talking old school multiplayer here uh people this is if you do know quake or quake arena that type of thing not Call of Duty and all the battlefields, which are all these amazing super maps now. We're talking these tiny little compressed circles, really, which you just went round and round and hid. And it was right. good time, just, don't get me wrong. You just make a room, make it look like vague something, and yeah. then attach them all together with hallways. Yeah, exactly. It. That's right. That was that was, that was was what it was back in the day. And it's not a bad thing. Uh, this, this The multiplayer for PlayStation 2 was kind of just gaining momentum back yes. in the day. And to do this was actually quite uh, uh, unexpected. And it had a uh, this game had a relatively okay multiplayer scene. Sadly, of course, all their servers are, are dead and stuff now. Yeah. But back in the day, it, it really did. Well, I can totally imagine they doubled down on the multiplayer with the success of the N64's uh, multiplayer. Mm, that's true. That's true. Yeah, very true. It made a huge success. There wasn't any online play that I can mm. remember, I don't think. But this game, sorry. Does Rogue Agent have online multiplayer? It did. Um, But the other reason this actually got uh, released on the Nintendo 64 was so that you could play multiplayer wirelessly. Not the Nintendo 64, sorry. uh, The the DS. GameCube. Oh, the DS. On the DS, because that had the wireless connectivity, you could get to. (laughs) That's why, fundamentally, the only reason reason it got released on the DS. It's incredible that this was on the DS. It had to be. Yeah. scaled down a time. Oh, right? it really was. It really was. Oh, but it okay. was a it was a one cartridge play as well. So you could have two or three DSs, one cartridge, and you could all ah, play the levels together. Yes, yes, that was yes. Pretty much the, the only reason they released it on, on that platform was the the multiplayer side of things. Because That's a it was, smart decision. 
it was made by gaining momentum back then. It's not as, like I said, people were enjoying the idea that yeah. you didn't have to LAN much anymore. And especially with the Nintendo DS, with the wireless yeah. connectivity, that was a yeah. big thing. Uh, anything else visually? Sorry. <clears throat> I just check my notes. It really is. It's, it's, it's the levels are what stood out to me. I really can't. Characters, faces, fine, whatever, sure. But the levels and level design, I really enjoyed that when you're escaping from that first mission and you need to go through a tiny little tunnel. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't, I, yeah, I don't have any more big comments, but <laughs> I just enjoyed the, <laughs> the level design and the way the way levels look. We can okay. move on. Uh, audio. Okay, I got to say, uh, we, and we, we brushed on this a little bit. It's actually Dame Judy Dench. Yes, it is. And she's not even the big one. Ah, so you've got that written down too. Go oh, on. Oh, yeah. I'll let oh, the yeah. Lord of the Rings fans say it. <laughs> uh, ladies Who and gents, this game <laughs> somehow, somehow, this game snagged Christopher Lee. Ah, oh, you say somehow, I, so you don't know. No, I don't know what. I don't know how they got Chris- Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee played the original Scaramanga in 1974. Whoa! He is. He's the original bad guy. He's the original Scaramanga. That's why he plays Scaramanga in this game. No way. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know that. No, I guess you wouldn't by all accounts. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know Christopher Lee, he plays who, Nickel? Or Nick? (laughs) That's Saruman. Saruman the White, who turned... Yes, and by all accounts, we're, 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 I guess we're both happy because he's in both our franchises. Because he also plays uh, Count Dooku in That's Star right, Wars. Count Dooku, Saruman, <laughs> Scaramanga, it seems. Scaramanga, he's yeah. also an extremely good Dracula. Yes, I think one of his original ones was Dracula. Oh, yeah. No, he, and he's got the perfect face for Dracula, too. I thought he was great. But yeah, they, I, can't, I, I, I really can't picture Christopher Lee just like in a gaming studio doing the voiceovers. No. Like, you know... Christopher Lee was a big actor. He's, he's, oh, I guess was now, sadly. Um, that's a big deal. Even Dame Judy Dent, she's a dame. Uh, yes, means, yes, you know, these are A-listers. <laughs> these are really big, big deals. And they actually signed on to do these games, which is, which I, was shocking. Now, granted, we all know that EA's got quite a budget. Even back in the day, EA had kind of lots of money and lots of uh, pockets to delve from. But I still can't get over that was there originally them doing the voices. I thought it was crazy. Yeah. Loved it. This it really is. I mean, this is... What year was this? 2004? Yes, yeah. 2004. Mm. This was just... They were busy filming Return of the King. This was just after Two Towers. Yeah, that's true, I suppose. Yeah, I didn't even think of and, that. Uh, and the prequel trilogy. Yeah, that's crazy. So this could have been the height of Christopher Lee. Yeah, I was about to say, this was his peak comeback, so to speak. <laughs> and he still did this? Yeah, no, it's cool. They must have paid him a great deal of money or something, but I, I, I was enjoying it. I don't, and do you know, um, it was very close, but it broke down that Miss Galore was actually going to be voiced by Jessica Biel, but it didn't work out. Re- oh, okay. Which is, uh, depending on your views on Jessica Biel, be either a plus or a minus, uh, Depending on what you view. But yeah, it, it had a budget. It's strangely enough, it had quite deep pockets to make this GoldenEye game with no reference to the actual GoldenEye movies or the original N64 yeah. game, which I don't, it still bugs me. Um, but yeah, the, I still, the voice acting, it's one of those weird things. The voice acting was good, but it's weird to, 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 to judge voice acting when the character models are so old. You know... So, it- Yes, you're right because we're this is twenty. This was twenty years ago, almost. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. It's... But oh, I completely forgot to bring this up in visuals. But mm. it's almost like EA and whoever else decided that they wanted this to be as movie-like as possible. Yes, yes, no, I agree. Right, the game even starts with the the big THX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was shocked by that too. That being you know, the, 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 uh, yeah. and yeah, and but, the Metro Goldwyn Mayer Lion. Yeah, right. It was. It Th- literally starts like a movie. Cars, yeah, games. exactly right. No, exactly. That's very true. And uh, yeah, and I just think they wanted this to be as movie-like as possible because mm. this is a primarily cinematic franchise. 
Yes, yeah, hun- yeah. And yeah, then it, having it's, it's... Christopher Lee and Judy Dench, who are A-listers for movies mm. in this game, I, 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 it does kind of make sense. Yeah, no, it, it does. Uh, how, uh, Mr. Audio Man, did you pick up anything else? Like, I, I, I don't pick up the the soundtrack and stuff as well as you do. I'm busy shooting. I must say, I was so starstruck with Christopher Lee and Judy Dench. I didn't pick up the soundtrack <laughs> as much as I would have liked. But I mean, it's got it's got the usual, it's got the usual James Bond soundtrack, right? Yeah, it'd be crazy. Yeah, no. what? Which to me are legendary. It's of one course. of those. It's one of those. No, I remember to everyone, I think. Years ago, they were talking about um, songs and themes that everybody can finish and. It shows the marketing potential in it. Like you said, you did... And then everybody else can go... And I think it was one of the top I hope everyone's enjoying... This is what podcasts are about. It was one of the top ten most noticeable and remembered soundtracks. Whether it was the James Bond... You know, it's... And it's fun... As a child growing up with the games and then playing the game, when you're hearing that song, it just gets you in James Bond mode. You f- gone sadly not in this game, uh, uh, disgraced MI agent with a weird golden eye, but it gets you into that zone quite well. That song, and it, it, it works does in, it really in does this game, but it's literally the only thing I notice, like uh, soundtrack wise. Uh, the gun sounded cool. The the bad guys made bad guys noises when you shot them. Um, Ooh, speaking of bad guys, I don't don't know why I have I don't have it in my notes. Yeah. But I remember distinctly in a level <clears throat> as you would be fighting the bad guys whatever. Uh you would sometimes need to take cover to heal. Yes, yes. Because for some reason I think your eye heals you. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah, the game is bizarre, but yeah. I don't. Anyway, uh in the first level I took cover behind a forklift okay and then one of these henchmen would shout to the other henchman he's taking cover behind the forklift oh really yes that's cool it really is i had to pause the game because that was that was incredible and i tested it in later parts too there's a there's a later part uh in a room filled with rockets um and you can actually push a button to have one of the rocket. Of course, um, yeah, that's right. Um, you know, burn some henchmen yeah, alive. Yeah, the fumes, very uh, the casually. jet fumes coming out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I would take cover at this button, and then mm. one of the henchmen would shout, "He's taking cover underneath the rocket!" And I thought, "What? No, I'm not." And then I looked up, <laughs> and I was underneath the rocket. <laughs> wow, one of those moments. Like, what? What rocket? Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> okay, no, I'm, I can't. I w- I was impressed. No, that's, that's cool. impressive. I can't remember. I know a lot of people won't pick up on it, and nowadays that's nothing Common really place. to go yeah. at. No, right? No, exactly. Even it's for even for a PS3 game, it would be oh nice, and then you'd continue on. But this is a PS2 game. Well, you say that uh, Mass Effects, the game, right? The only the only combat noise I always remember is that somebody would shout, "The enemy is everywhere." And it would just do that every <laughs> single battle. Every single battle. Like this just, just <laughs> I don't know which party member, if it was you, would just keep quoting the same thing. And that's dumb. Whereas this actually sounds smart. Dumb. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, and, I, and Mass Effect I, was a PS3 yeah. was in the generation after this. But there's so many times where you think to yourself, if the PlayStation 2 can do like area specific voices, but Mass Effect. And I swear to you, I joke with my brother about it. Because whenever we play a game and there's lots of people on the screen, we just shout, the enemy's everywhere! Because we heard it so much in Mass Effect. <laughs> yeah. It's weird how, I guess with some games, sound mechanics have become lazier than they were in PlayStation 2. Because even Max Payne had this scene, which is an old game, um, yeah. had this scene where you burst through the door and then and the, the bad guys would go, It's Payne! And it was it was such a, a great announcement, like as you were coming in and just uh, bullet yeah. timing, and that that was great. I remember that part because it was so uh, visceral and gutsy, and it was yes. just a normal person. Yes. It was so much cooler than just the enemy is everywhere. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. They really have 
there are certainly games which have lost the love for doing the sound engineering and the voices and stuff things like <clears throat> and it's cool that this playstation 2 a 24 year old game was it or 20 year old game 20 almost 20, actually yeah. had that. That, that i didn't even notice it is very cool it is very cool and i've i had to stop and uh mm. take note of what happened i really really like that but now i really am done with audio okay so then we have to jump into game the gameplay which is which has some highs and some lows. Yeah, I, I've been, uh, basically written down the same thing. I first, go on, go on. David, you first. Uh, I really took a while to get the controls down, but after tampering, oh, well, tinkering in the options menu for a bit to get these controls how mm. I like them. Oh boy, did I enjoy the gameplay! I'm guessing you didn't like the triggers. That the triggers weren't. The actual triggers of the gun. What do you Did mean? You... Oh, the triggers on the controller? Yeah, the triggers on the controller. Because oh, no, I... I didn't care about that. Oh, originally I come out there, guns blazing, and I'm, a, I'm expecting right trigger to, to, to shoot. And I'm like, what? What? Why am I throwing a grenade? Yeah, I was like, what, what, since when have triggers not been the trigger? <laughs> and it, it was our R1. And this is one of my favorite yes. parts about go, go, gameplay. Is it's R1 and L1. If yes. you're dual, Ooh. if you're dual wield, oh, that's so cool. What dual wielding. If you're dual wielding, which is amazing. Yeah, exactly. You've got to dual oh, wield. Yeah. But the ability to. to pull your own trigger each time. Like, that I know it sounds simplistic and old school. That was so good. Oh, it's it was PS2. so much fun. It is simplistic and old school. That's yeah. the best part. I if I there were these uh, one-handed machine guns, uh, yeah. HS nineties or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'd have one in each hand. Yes. And I just... Oh, man. It was so satisfying. It really is. And it's smart because the left bumper is the left trigger. The yeah. right bumper is the right trigger for the right gun. You could reload in the one and just mow yes. down on the right yeah, it was, it's, it's true. Oh, man. Oh, that's It was good. so clever. There were little bits that were so clever because you could also pick up the gun with your left hand or your right hand, depending on which gun you walked over. They, so, they let you choose. Yeah, that was... And there's just something about the realism of doing that. The idea that you've got to, like, uh, measure your... Or keep an eye on your magazine per gun. Yes, yes. And shoot. It's right, right, right. Reload this one. Then left, left, left. And no. It's weird, but that was so good. I, I it really loved, was. Loved, weirdly loved it a bit too much. I, I thought it was um, it was brilliant. And any really, game that really, I, I think wields, I think so as well. And yeah. I'm also assuming that you reloaded both at the same time in between fights. Yes, of course. That's How it. cool is that animation? <laughs> animation, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's what oh, I thought. yeah. You just, a, <laughs> you just unload the magazine at the same time. Yeah. And then, oh, I yeah, I enjoyed it more than I should have, but I'm not ashamed to say it. No, that, and there's lots in there that was fun. Even taking a hostage, which... Made the gun, the game so easy. You know where you can take an, uh, a, I say hostage, a shield, uh, a meat shield, so to speak. You can grab no. one of the bad guys. What? No. Did you not do the tutorial? Those little messages that told you that. <laughs> no, I could take a hostage. Yeah, when you um, if you smacked one, you know, what? you had like yes. a melee option. If you yes. smacked one, it dazed them a little bit, and then you could grab them as a human shield, and then you just had your right gun just uh, uh, shot, shooting people. And to be honest with you, the hostage's life was so high that you, you basically were untouched. They just kept shooting the guy. And no way. Shoot. Yeah, you missed oh, out. No, I didn't do that. I remember um, this exact point in the tutorial. I smacked hmm. him. Yeah. And I didn't read. I just realized, oh, he didn't die. So I'm going to continue smacking him until he dies. <laughs> shame, poor fellow. And then I <laughs> well, moved that's on. That's brutal. Shame. But yeah, um... There were some really cool little mechanics in it. There was... Yes. I found the game kind of too easy. And I don't know Same. if that's PlayStation 2 era. You know, I wasn't even hiding much. I was just going in there. No. Uh, mowing, I found... You, you... Yeah, mowing people down. I found the uh, the um, crosshair to be a bit slow. I don't know if that was you as well. Yes, like when that you were was trying my to only aim big at... problem. Yeah, it was kind of slow, so... I'm standing there in the middle of like guys shooting me and I'm just slowly trying to move the crosshair and yet my shield, oh, my so health bars going down relatively slowly. 
So you continued to use the crosshair? I did. What did you? Well, I just, I turned on (laughs) auto-aim. I didn't even notice. (laughs) No, I used the crosshair, yeah. But I mean, that's how the previous GoldenEye game worked. That's true. No, that's very true. Yes, Yeah. So I turned on auto-aim because I knew that's how it was. Mm-hmm. So it's meant to be played. I'm convincing myself. I turned well, on auto aim and I just ran through all of yeah. them with my <laughs> dual wielded machine guns. Well, that that would even make it even easier, right? Because yes, it really was easy. Yeah, one of the interesting things about the mechanics on old PlayStation Two games, it didn't really matter where you shot them; they would die. So I'd, I'd shoot someone in the shoulder or the knee, and they'd start the death sequence. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I didn't care where <laughs> I shot them, but as long as they died. Um, another interesting but did you thing. You was... see, sh- when they die, they actually react to the spot where you shot them. Yes, if you shot them like... in the leg. Yeah, that's right. Like a go, physics aspect. Would... <sighs> but there was also an interesting thing. Did you see that? Um, I guess this is gameplay. If you shot them in a, if you killed them in a cool way or headshots, you got special uh, like uh, MI six points. Because you're so well trained and stuff, you got. This oh, little... is that what the what? Yeah, what you got this little are. orange badge would come up like in the top corner to say that you performed a cool MI6 thing. Well done. Oh wow! And those would add to your score at the end of the, at the end of the game. So okay. I granted, I did very few headshots because it took too long to move the the thing there. Um, I don't think I did any. I was auto aiming. Ah, uh, well there you go. It's it is gameplay. You hold the hostages. It's weirdly enough that you can't take a hostage into the next segment of the game, which is weird. Remember, other games have done it, I know. So you walk in through the door and then you knock out the hostage and it lands on the floor. And you're like, oh, yes. I liked him. He was, we were going to get through this together. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, it's, it's some parts of this. And again, it plays when I'm playing around when I was shooting everyone. I just saw Quake Arena again. The idea that that you're just running around, can can you just picture how much fun it would have been with your mates? You got dual yes, wielding, yes, yes. you're pulling those triggers, and they're hiding, and you're running away. It, there was there's that magic that was there that you could see was built in the, the the gameplay and the design of these levels as well. It really was, and I think this fits into the PS2 mm. power fantasy genre. Yes, no, I agree. Yes, right. I, that's you're exactly just right. an agent, and you're killing thousands of people, and you're being cool, and they can't touch you. It's just one big power fantasy. Yeah, it's like they. Strangely enough, I always thought uh, Hitman had that same thing. I know the Hitman games, you could be stealthy, but when you got his, uh, I think they were called ballers or something, his big ass yeah. guns out, shooting people, even in the PlayStation Two game, was so gritty and badass. Because they were just being blown away. It was very weird, but I just still remember that game. There was something about it when you were just shooting people with your guns that yeah. made you feel so invincible. And this game's got uh. the same type of thing. You're dual-wielding SMGs. You're pulling the triggers yourself. You're doing badass uh, reload animations. And you're and you're trying to get revenge on Dr. No for stealing your eye. You know, <laughs> it's, a, it's a weirdly good feeling if you take away the whole doctor no stealing your eye thing it is and that's why i don't get people think this game is bad yeah this this isn't a bad game this is it's just not the best game and it's campy but it's a lot of fun it's a lot of the time it's what it gets released around isn't it your games that come out that push the benchmark and then you get the game that's released which is the normal benchmark and they say yeah but this just came out so you, they've changed the whole scoring sheet, which is which is, seems unfair because you're right. This game is fun. It's a yeah. tad short, but if you did the multiplayer thing of it, it's endless fun. Let's see what else released in 2004. Oh yeah, have a look. Oh no, Half Life Two. <laughs> see that there's there's the point. Really, Half Life Two. Half-Life 2 in 2004, 10 years after Half-Life 1. Okay, I see. So the moment this game came out, first-person shooters immediately evolved. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Evolved Ooh, Halo 2. There you go. See? See? Against those, this game isn't remarkable. This game is good. Correct. If those those hadn't come out... Yeah, if those games hadn't come out, this game would have done a a lot better. it's, It's fundamentally... 
uh, happens in lots of things, be it movies, Barbie coming out at the same time as Oppenheimer, and the, uh, get lots of games have been foreshadowed um, by other great games. Correct. Uh, and this and could have just been one of those. Could that not also be, on the flip side, be why the first GoldenEye did so well? Yes. It's because they had this formula down in, what, 1998? Yeah, something like that. I can't exactly be... Yeah, I I agree. That was a phenomenon when GoldenEye came out on the N64. It was crazy. I still remember the TV adverts. Yeah. Yeah, And it was... Yeah, go on, go on. Anything else gameplay-wise? I'm done done with gameplay. Performance? Performance? Uh, No... No, there's one early note I've got here where I really appreciate that there's no loading screens in the middle of missions. But mm. I mean, that quickly—that's <laughs> not the case anymore because there yeah, now is loading screens in the yeah, middle of missions. I better say, my, my my I got two little gripes. The 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 crosshair took too long to really move, and I tried playing yeah. around with the sensitivity that didn't really change Correct. anything. Um, and it's we we, we you said it earlier. Because it's got like that movie entrance, yes. booting up the game takes freaking ages. Oh. <laughs> and, you, know, you, you boot it up, you go up, and it's got it's got the lion, it's got the thx, it's then got this big eye and the loading screen. I'm like, oh, Come I know on. we're very we're very spoiled with our SSD drives and stuff now, and yeah. everything loads super quick. I but could be just, watching Die Another Day. Yeah, this took so long; <laughs> it just felt like an eternity. But that's a very small gripe to have. Apart from that. It actually ran really well, to be honest with you. It actually ran kind of flawlessly in-game itself. Yes, yes. Um, I think there is some connection between gameplay and performance. Mm. If something runs really... If a game plays really badly, that hinkers on performance. And it's the same way other round. If a game yeah. plays really well, that also just borders on good performance. Yeah, that's very true. No, I agree. They do go hand and in with hand. And the gameplay in this game being so, so, so fun, I also think the performance has a hand mm. uh, yeah, yes. in giving you that feeling. So no, I think the performance true. is good. Yeah, yeah. No, I, understand. I, I, I agree with your point. Okay, value for money then. Uh, 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 this <laughs> this one not so much i don't know yeah same it's it's fine there's no real replay value unless you just like the gameplay loop yeah but then the you uh, this is a game you, you've in for me and i've said it on the past ones you'd complete once and then you and then it's play. multiplayer yeah the multiplayer would be everything about this game to some degree just like yes. um halo great halo games were great but the multiplayer is what kept it going for like twenty years. It was exactly the same. Loose. The same for the original Goldeneye game as well. Yeah, exactly. The multiplayer, and you could see this is what they were kind of aiming at. The gameplay is fun. The storyline is okay. But they wanted another Halo. They wanted this to be the next goal. They wanted the multiplayer, multiplayer, multiplayer scene to kick off. Yes, and it didn't for this game. I'm guessing mainly because of Halo. Halo at that Could point. be because Halo Just 2 owned, <laughs> came yeah, out of the same year. It. Very unfortunate. Yeah, that is. Because there isn't much else in this game. Even the, the levels load like you're loading a, a map on a multiplayer game. You, you know, yeah. when you're, you're, you're the level screen and stuff. So it's yeah. it, it, it is it's, it's it's a good time, but it's only a once trip. And that's I, it. Yeah. I think I, 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 you're right. You're right. But I'd say the biggest novelty would be your buddies are coming over for mm. Friday night and you're just looking for a good time while yeah, you're this, eating pizza. No, I agree. And this, this would be, be perfect bad. for that. That would yeah, this would work perfectly. You could you could play this Quake and I'm trying to think of anything that came out in your, <laughs> the old yeah. school. Halo RPGs. two and a half life two. <laughs> yeah, they exactly, take the yeah. cake. They take yeah, they all do. the they really, cake. They really do. So the yeah, source it's, engine it's, is still being used. That's very true. Uh, it's it's sad. It actually makes me sad when you think about. It. Now you've told me what games came out alongside it. <laughs> it's it un- actually it's makes unfortunate, me a little right? sad. Yeah, it really yeah. does. Because <laughs> it could have done well, and it had Dame Judi Dench and Christopher Lee in it. Yes, I, I, I wanted to do Judy one. Judi Dench and Christopher Lee. I can't I believe it. It's just yeah, I've, I've gotten all sad now. 
It could it could have been something, but not against those bad boys that didn't have a chance. No, no, you're right, you're right, right. But anyway, <laughs> let <laughs> let's circumvent the sadness. Let's yes. Um, I enjoyed this game. I mm. didn't think I would, to be honest. No, same, same. Really, I thought this was gonna be just another 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 entry in the F bin. Yeah, because I particularly because we hadn't heard of it. And that's never no. really a good sign because no. we've been in the gaming sphere for quite a while. We've generally heard of most things. Um, so yeah, I was I was skeptic to start off to, to start off with two. Yeah, yeah, um, but I'm very pleasantly surprised, and Dave, you are as well, right? Mm, yeah, definitely. I, if we can, okay, let's go. <laughs> let's go on with the scores. The scores we gave for GoldenEye Rogue Agent, let's see here, was written in a... When did Ian Fleming write these books? It was the 50s, was it? Uh, he may have uh, wrote the books. Yeah, it would be roughly around that time. Yeah, my dad was born in the 50s. So, yeah, yeah. 50s, 60s. They're old. I know that. They're, They're old. That's old. it. Yeah. yeah. These scores were written into a, let's say, 1950s <laughs> chauvinistic, campy... <laughs> A novel that really took the world by storm and became an international franchise uh, that eventually matured after 70 years into the letter grade rating of C minus. Which is still I better than fine. we expected. Yeah, we je- better, much better than I expected. You know, that's the same as Star Wars Jedi Academy, uh, the Which same is as a, a bit unbelievable. World. Yeah, right? Wait a minute, Even why the- did we score why did we score Jedi Academy so low? I can't remember. It's such a long time ago. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, performance. Ah, uh, it's true. That did have a lot of problems. Very true. <laughs> anyway, never mind. Anyway. anyway, so it got a C minus. No, it was a good. It's it, it's surprisingly good, and it deserves a C minus, especially uh, today. You know, it's actually. Have you seen that we've scored it exactly the same scores as Hacker's Memory? Like identical. No. Identical. That's crazy. I don't even know. We have individual uh, scores, no, but our oh, final right. marking, that's madness. Sorry, I just noticed that now. Sorry, so it's as good as we... Hacker's Memory. <laughs> we've, we've got a sheet that we work off of, and finding these little sets is interesting. Yeah, yeah it is. But yeah, um, I, I mean, GoldenEye Rogue Agent, it doesn't have the impact its predecessor did. No, sadly It's not. impossible for true. it to have that same that's impact. That's very true. That is very true. Right? It's it's almost the same like Resident Evil Four remake having the same impact as the original Resident Evil Four. Yeah, it's, it's impossible. It's, it can't it be done. It's, it's the game of space. It's the the world it is and and it was then. It's yeah, the, you're right. It's, yeah, it's, not it's the time it was released. Yeah, exactly. You're absolutely correct. Um, but it still doesn't take away from the fact that <laughs> it's so much fun. <laughs> it was. It was surprisingly fun. I can't deny I it. Enjoyed a lot. But yep. Uh, thanks for listening to this week's episode if you'd be so kind to leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening this on it would help us a lot truly for if if to, to help other people find critical locate the best podcast um so they can listen to us as well uh, you can follow us on all our social channels on threads yes threads and instagram you can follow me on email or you could message me on email i'm nick at criticalocate.com and I'm Dave at criticalarcade.com. Besides for your email, Dave, where else can we follow you? Well, I am out and about, but I did successfully purchase from Dr. No himself a bunch of eyes. He just seemed to have <laughs> lots of eyes and lots of vengeful people after those eyes. So, if you like, because I've got so many, if you come out, out around, I will, <laughs> I will make you carry these eyes with you wherever you go ah and these 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 rogue people who are after revenge just like our main character in this game for some reason they will be hunting you down to get their eyes back like you know you know what they say you know what they say an eye for an eye exactly and the the deal i got from dr no for these eyes was insane it was just an eye opener (laughs) (laughs) sorry that was so lame i just had to do it though it's Uh, good (laughs) It's good stuff, Dave. You could rather support us on Patreon for exclusive content. 
where we post uh, two other podcasts. A post show where we just talk about uh, gaming and all our opinions on the current happenings. Uh, and also an exclusive new show called Critical Cinema, where we take this exact format and watch movies because I've not seen anything. Except for a few good James Bonds, which is surprising. But uh, Yes, yeah, like the said, worst ones. This would normally be the bit where I would tell Nick off for not watching things, but he's watched some of the old James Bonds. That's actually Yay! impressive to a slight degree. Well yes, done. this is what you call a redemption arc. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Dave, how would you tell us what have we got lined up for next week? Uh, next week, we're actually doing another Indie 500 game, which I'd never heard of. I think you had heard of, but... Uh, yes, that's not yes. surprising in any way, right? Because looking it, forward to it a bit. Granted, Ollie Ollie World. I am because I, I am the the Tony Hawks player of old. I know that's a skateboard move, an Ollie. An yes, Ollie is some is. sort of jump on a skateboard. So I do believe this is a a strange uh, skateboarding kind of uh, what's the word? Like I can't think of the word. Like a uh, indie game. Indie right. game? No, a uh, hipster. Hippie type, you know. No, sorry, <laughs> I don't know. Are, th- are those rude words? I don't really know. Uh, it's kind it's of laid hipster. back. Dave, it's hipster. Don't be so old. It's laid back. It's it looks uh, <laughs> looks challenging. It looks hard to be honest with you. Yes, it's like an obstacle course skating thing, which I look forward to playing to with. At least Correct. That, yeah, that's that's about it. I don't really know much more about it. It looks very cool. And the last game I literally played, which required a skateboard, was Tony Hawk. So. Oh wow! I'll, I'll wonder if my skills will 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 transfer. I very much. If doubt you it. want to see whether any of our skills transfers yeah. to any skateboarding game, uh, hit us up next week on the Critical Arcade Podcast. We'll see you then. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>